The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, we do. We probably should give a big old shout out to everybody who uh, went on the listener trip with us. The, yeah, went on the listener trip with us. Uh, somebody had tweeted uh, about us, and it was not somebody who was on the trip. Uh, I had tweeted that uh, 59 went down with us, 59 came back, and not the same 59. Um, and somebody said, good adulting, you two. So, yeah, appreciate that. We we had so many people on this trip. It was a total of 61, um, but two chose, well, four chose to stay. No, two, two, two chose, chose to, to stay, stay an extra week. Two got off in Calgary. Right, two got off in Calgary, but that was the plan. Two had not been able to book, so they joined us at the same resort. They're but, coming back today. But yeah, they're traveling today. <laughs> and I stayed up half the night with them two nights ago. It was a good bunch. It was a little overwhelming. Uh, well, we should start with the positives. It was a great resort. I, I really enjoyed it. It was big, but it became smaller the as longer you, got you to were know there. Yeah. yeah, as you understood where all the restaurants were and how to get to the beach. And But trying to find people at the pool or the beach was challenging because it was it was so huge right but um, there was four or five different coves like beach coves yeah. that you could go to so people found their own spots some people are beach people some people yeah. are pool people and that's cool there was one pool i think there was more than one pool but there was one main pool but i want you to picture a cfl football field that's was that was the pool right so you could walk around the pool all day and not be able to find everybody but we had certain excursions planned and so we did get together for those and see them and we would run across people but i'll readily admit that uh, as we boarded the plane i'm like i don't think i saw this person the whole trip and i just we're on slightly different schedules i suspect i spoke uh, to one couple at the airport and they were like oh would you try the breakfast and i was like they they had breakfast <laughs> <laughs> i had no idea well, the breakfast stopped at 11. yes and then there was nothing until one right so you're in no man's land for a while. Well, it was funny because <coughs> I think between the two of us, we covered most of the resort. So I was beach only, uh, except for one day I did pool, but I was beach only. And then the infinity bar at night was no, the... You were at the pool all the time. No, no, I was at the beach, but I just didn't go to the beach you went to. Oh. You were at the little hidden cove around the corner. Yeah, I went to two different ones, yeah. Yeah, I was at the one real close to the chicken jerky, the jerk chicken, whatever that was. That yeah. Yeah, I was always Where right there. Where I lost there. my ring. <laughs> oh, well, that's a story we haven't told. So that's probably now we had, here were the losses during the course of the. It was a great trip. I think everyone had a great time. So here were the losses among the uh, or the events uh, that resulted in losses. So on day one, night one, we lost a wallet. So you know that wallet got found, which is great. And uh, but it is funny how your memory plays tricks with you. So a passenger came to me. Uh, at the sports bar where I was attempting to get the Oilers game on and uh, did finally on my tablet. But anyways, um, came to me and said, look, I took my wallet out to tip the driver mm. that brought us from the airport and my wallet's missing. Right. So, oh, my goodness. So we're not two hours into Jamaica. And it's like, all right, well, I know who the bus company is. I don't know specifically which we bus to, number we, we were on, down. but I know how to track them. Down. So started that in motion um, and then only to discover that somehow it got into his luggage. So I'm not sure how that happened. It wasn't his carry on. It was his actual luggage luggage. I can so, probably guess he probably put it there. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have our suspicions. So that got recovered. Um, there was then the injury. 
Yeah. Yeah. This, so this was a, a a crazy freak injury. It was um, on our reception night. So the second night second we were there, night. we're yeah. all gathered together, and we have this uh, you know appetizers and some drinks on this beautiful patio overlooking oh, the ocean. It was, it was spectacular. And and uh, one of the younger one of our younger guests. So our guests ranged in age from twenty seven to eighty five on That's this right. trip. It was it covered all bases. <laughs> and uh, the young man in question was. Uh, th- is 31 years of age and he had been standing as some of the work crews some of the employees there were moving a heavy speaker on a trolley by him and at that exact moment the speaker wobbled he tried to grab it to he's a helpful guy yeah and um no it it came right down and it smashed his toe and i mean smashed it was flat yeah and he didn't even, I'll tell you how bad it was. It was so bad, he didn't know the extent of his injuries yeah. because it was so bad that he felt like, oh, you know when you're in shock almost? Yeah. So it wasn't until his uh, till his uh, traveling partner, I think, removed his shoe and sock that they discovered that it was crushed and off to the hospital he went. And we should say at this point, uh, travel insurance is a wonderful thing. Travel insurance is your friend, ladies and it, gentlemen. It certainly is. And the hotel stepped up, New West Travel stepped up, uh, WestJet stepped mm-hmm. up, everybody stepped up. and uh, But it did change his vacation. Well, he came back where, you know, he had surgery and he had two pins put in that toe, yeah. um, but didn't slow him down. It did not. And I got to be honest with you, him with one leg dances far better than me with two because <laughs> he was up there old style spinning yeah. uh, another of our guests around on the dance floor and I looked over and thought that cannot be the same guy because but anyway so that got taken care of but the ring was really interesting because it you know I'll set you up and you take it off, take over so you were late one night swimming and I guess the salt water, I don't know what happened. The, your engagement ring just slipped off your finger and was gone. Yeah, yeah. So we went <laughs> we went swimming yeah. in this cove. Yes. It was a beautiful night, big, beautiful full yeah. moon. It was a gorgeous evening. The water was really calm. Um, and so we, we were out there for, I don't know, about an hour and uh, got back to bed. Coach um, got up in the morning to go deal with some room issues. Mm. And I rolled over to grab my cell phone and I looked down and my engagement ring is gone gone and it was like getting kicked in the gut and I got up and I checked the bed checked the floor looked everywhere now is this it's something gone. you typically take off at night no, or it's I've never always taken, on this this ring has never come off my hand in the mm. 8 years since it's been on there never okay. come off my hand and I start texting him and he's not answering he's not answering so finally I called him I said Jim, I said, my engagement ring's gone. I can't find it anywhere. I'm almost in tears. Even just talking about mm-hmm. it was was awful. And he says, Jay, it's insured. Just remember, it's insured. And at that moment, that kept me from kind of the cl- yeah from the big leap. Yeah. And he came back to the room. We searched the room again. I'm like, well, you look under the bed because I'm not going under there. <laughs> and then we decided to go upstairs, file the security report because we'd need it for insurance. Which, once again, the resort was fabulous, was fabulous right? about. And at that point, um, made a decision to get on with the trip. I mean, you can't sit there and, and worry about it. You know, the memories that are associated with it will always be there. The insurance and now, will cover May I just say, before you continue, mm-hmm. because you may not be aware of this, um, that several search parties mm. were sent out. So yeah, yeah. we knew you were upset, and but we didn't want to give you any sort of false hope, yeah. right? 
but we we knew where you were. Guys Anyone were swimming. Anyone who was in the water was going through it with their hands. We were crawling yeah. around the water trying to find this ring. And I, obviously it would be one a gazillion that we yeah. would find it, right? But everybody I know that was in... what that I cove. In the cove, it? which I termed the beach club because we ended up <laughs> uh, there every day. We Every time we went in the water, we crawled around and looked for it. And we all wanted to be your hero. Like everybody wanted to be the one who said, oh, my God, I found it, but none of us did. No. So on the second day, um, my husband spotted a man out in that cove with a metal detector. <laughs> and apparently this guy travels with a metal detector. This is what he does. And so we went out to him and said, we lost a ring. We had a picture of it from our engagement night on my phone. I said, this is the ring that I lost last night. If you find it, there's a reward. And we kind of walked away and went on. So that was Sunday. Then there was Monday, and then there was Tuesday, and we would see him out there and nothing. And, okay, now I'm getting resigned to the fact that the ring is gone. On Wednesday, by sheer chance, I turned to my husband. I said, let's go back to our room and get our travel mugs. So we're walking by, and we stopped to talk to one of the photographers that we knew, and we looked down, and this guy was coming out of the cove. And Jim says to me, and I'm standing up by... The chicken shack. The, mm-hmm. like, it was a ledge over the beach. So Jim says, I'm just going to go down and talk to him, see see if he's had any luck. So Jim goes, walks out into the water, and I see the man mouth. I found it. And all of a sudden, you saw this big redhead <laughs> do a really ugly Baywatch run all the way down, all the way down, down the stairs, down the beach. And I'm screaming, you found it, you found my ring, you found my ring. And I pretty much tackled him, mm. gave him a big hug. And, and, and the I ring was, went flying through the air. And we lost. No, we did lose <laughs> it again. Um, but um, Jim had the ring at this point, and um, this fellow introduced his name was Darby. He's from Massachusetts, and um, he found my ring in the ocean after four or five days. And we asked him, we said, well, what happened? He says, well, there was a, just a bang, like he got a pang, a reading, he had a headset on. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he, he went down, there was a rock, and he kicked over a rock, and it was kind of jammed in there under wow. the rock. So he Lucky had a little... Lucky it got jammed in under the because rock. Because remember how wavy it had been, yes. right? And he had this little scoop thing, and he came up with it. And so anyway, there's pictures, there's tears, there's laughter, I'm shaking. Um, it, it was just a crazy story. And my husband told me afterwards that... He thought, and now that we look back, that I don't think he was wanting to give it back to us. Yeah, when you get over the euphoria of getting your ring back, you start looking at the, wait a second. Yeah, he asked us whether or not it was insured. Mm -hmm. And Jim's like, and then got the ring back. Yeah. I think, obviously, (laughs) I mean, Darby, Darby wasn't as happy about me finding him, but if you just looked at the sheer timing, Mm -hmm. had it been... 30 seconds earlier or later, we would not have been there. It would not have happened like that. Anyway, we gave him we gave him a few hundred dollars, American, whatever, whatever it was, mm-hmm. uh, and, a, and a thank you. There's nothing that, you know, is going to <laughs> replace us for him, but what he did for us well, was amazing. I'm just so pleased that you were able to find it. And, you know, as I say, we tried... We, we tried, a needle in a haystack. I know. We tried during the night under a full moon, actually under several full moons. <laughs> 
to find it and couldn't. Many nights. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was just absolutely remarkable. Anyway, it was just, uh, yeah, it was just an incredible, incredible story that yeah. uh, that he was able to find it. So Now here, now that's probably the strangest, what are the odds uh, story of the entire adventure. And it was a great trip. I mm-hmm. hope everyone had a great time. I know we did. Um, I'll tell you the oddest thing for me, and perhaps I think it might be cultural. I think it has something to do with the country, not the resort. Mm-hmm. But you know how in, say, now we were in Jamaica, but you know how in Mexico, mm. and I know I've said this to our listeners. Yeah, I've said, talked about this. start the trip by, get find your favorite bartender. Tip them. Tip them. Give them 20, and you'll get great service. Yeah. I do. I tip the maid in Mexico yeah. on day one and say, I'm looking forward to your service. And you get incredible service. And the staff in Jamaica are over-the-top friendly. They're, they'll chat with you and laugh with you, and they're wonderful, wonderful people. Um, and they love tips. They're has on, no effect on anything. They're on Jamaican time. They'll do it when they want. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely unreal. You literally could hand them a sheet of $1 and $2 Canadian bills. No, you could... <laughs> you could give them a $100 bill, and you still wouldn't get your drink any faster. Yeah, nope, nothing, nothing changes. Nothing at all. Absolutely not. But it's, you know, and they're happy, and, mm. and you know... But, yeah, it changes nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's the weirdest thing. And you know what? The same thing happens when you hand Darby from Massachusetts a few hundred dollars. <laughs> so he was not happy you with your reward. You uh, gave him some cash. Yeah, he wasn't. I think he was. I mean, I, I'm not giving him the value of the ring. Right. No, of course not. I wasn't not. giving him the value no. of the ring. I, I told him that there would be a reward if he found it. I gave him a few hundred American dollar bills. That should have been fine. Well, of course. But he wasn't. Quite that was. Friendly. I thought that was the understanding with Darby because That's he was in my building. Yeah, so I he had was talked right to him. On, he was on the floor yeah, above us. Yeah, I had talked to. Oh yeah, you were, were you in my building? Yeah, right across the hall from you. Right across. Oh, the Oh, that hall. was you. Directly across the hall. No, directly across was uh, Kitty Corner. Kitty Corner. Okay, I didn't know that. That's how big the resort was. No, it's how little you pay attention. <laughs> Do this, you know uh, this text from Wayne? Right. Yeah. Said, you know, a similar accident, or similar thing happened to us. My wife lost a ring on the beach or the water in Jamaica about three or four hours um, after uh, after proposing. Oh, and no. then we, a man we talked to from Florida found it two days later wrapped in some seaweed after he stepped on it. We were about 15 feet away from him and showed him a picture. We offered a reward. He refused. He and his wife happened to go on the same excursion as us, so we paid for an upgrade for oh, him. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. no, this guy didn't refuse at any time any reward. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we went to, I was, you know, while we're still on the topic, I have a second. We went to uh, Rick's Cafe as well, the world-famous Rick's Cafe, a catamaran, and that sunset cruise, which was so much fun and fabulous. And, and we, one of our guests got stepped on a sea urchin. Yes. She got spikies in her foot. But, you know, and it, I mentioned how friendly Jamaican people are just so darn friendly, and our staff was fabulous. Everybody from top to bottom was fabulous. Uh, but I have to say that our crew was fabulous, too. We were, you, there was no disrespectful Canadian no. tourist-type situations. No, no, no. But we did see one, um, an American who got into a big argument with the captain of the tender that was taking passengers from the catamaran back to the shore because she was sitting in an area you can't sit. If there was an emergency exit, that's where we're leaving from. And he asked her politely to leave or to move and provided a spot for her. And she lost on him yelling, you work for me. I'll tell you where oh my I gosh. sit. Are you yeah, serious? That's what she said. She said, you work for me. I'll tell you where I sit. And he said, you're in my country. You'll do as I say when and I'm in your on, country. And you're on my boat. Right. He said, when, you're in, when I'm in uh, your country, I'll do as you say. She continued on. And, and he just said, I'm the captain of this vessel. That's right. 
and and he is right that's right but uh, she did not represent herself her family her no. country or anything and a number of our passengers stood up like they were going to get involved yeah. in this but not knowing what to do but i'm sure it's not the first unruly passenger but it was resolved we got back but i'm just putting it out there that you you should remember i always do I'm a guest in someone else's mm-hmm. country. Like, always keep that in the back of yeah. your mind. You're a guest in someone else's country. Your rights and, and privileges you're don't necessarily apply. Bo- if you're right. on anything like that, you have to remember right. that. And the crew who's there to entertain and give you a good time are also there for your safety, and they're trained, and they know what they're doing. So listen to them. Eileen Bell has your 4 o'clock news headlines coming up. On the other side, Morley Scott will check in with sports at 4.50. We'll have the latest uh, from the sentencing hearing out in... Uh, Melford. Melford today. Plus, keep listening for that um, Space Oddity, Chris Hadfield tune. Your chance to win your way into his next show in April. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.